to the 289th edition of the movie review show hosted by Jeff, who is me. And uh, I'm, ta- I'm, the- I'm Jeff. Hi. It is Thursday, the 30th day of July 2020 at 1046 and 51 seconds past the hour here in the a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Broadcasting live to tape. From the friendly confines of my home office studio here in parts unknown South Jersey. Another hot day, although it looks like the heat should be breaking. So uh, uh, I've caught word that tomorrow's high is, uh, is, is a balmy 79 degrees. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, we're talking about Horse Girl today. That's right. The Netflix movie Horse Girl. I, I I had a bit of a I've had a weird week, kind of uh, jumbled up my um, movie watching uh, list of films I wanted to watch, <clears throat> and um, just wasn't just feeling well, lack of motivation, which is you know I mean that's par for the course these days uh, as we as we continue to deal with just this the 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 wackiness of the world. Seriously though, uh, what a what a wack uh, what a wha- what a wacky time to be alive. <laughs> uh, bad. Uh, was who who was that even supposed to be? I don't know. Uh, send me a comment here at the movie review show dot blogspot dot com. Comment on the horse. You, you know the the comments are sections are open, and uh, um, there's a guy in a truck stopped right in front of my house looking at me. Um, to do something. What's going on here? I mean, this might be might, this might be the end. Uh... One second.
All right, so I'll just edit all that out. I don't know if you could hear any of that. Maybe I'll leave it in. Maybe I'll, uh, like some guys from Lowe's came and they saw me recording this. And he's on my lawn and he's like waving me out. And he's like, hey, dropping. And I'm like, what? And he was uh, trying to drop off some wood from Lowe's. He said, two pieces of wood from Lowe's. And I go, no, I don't know. You. And somebody named Michael, uh, I won't say, I won't, doc, I won't dox the rent. But it was my address. He had my address. He showed me, and uh, I don't know what to tell the guy. We just, I just like maybe they got the second number wrong, or six eighty-five something down the street. I don't know. Um, uh, where was I? That would throw me for a loop. Um, okay. Ah, uh, sorry. Okay. Well, we're doing horse girl. Oh, uh, very bizarre. I guess it, what I wanted to say also, this is a two episode two eighty nine. I have a I have an idea. I, I'm getting. I, I don't want to say bored. Bored is not the right word, but I'm getting. Uh, my frustrated isn't, isn't even the right word either. But I'm. I, I guess I'm getting. Uh, what is the right word? I just I'm feeling with the 300th episode coming up, and I have I have some I had had some plans for a big episode where I review like a bunch of movies that are based on some old stuff I recorded that aren't that I've never posted, so they're they're really kind of bad old thoughts, and I mean like a lot of the and some written actually some written stuff that I had on another website years ago uh, for for some movies. And I'm thinking I might do a do a like big 300 mega episode where I do like 30 reviews. This is the two three. I, so I've reviewed 345. Uh, this is the 345th movie that I've reviewed on the on the show proper um, podcast reviews. And and of course at, at the movie review show dot website, um, only a a small fraction of that is. Uh, Only a small fraction of that is is on there. Uh, I'm I'm in the process of of uh, getting these up there, but a lot of them, as I've talked about before, I I never wrote reviews for. So I'm trying to figure out a, a good way to get into a rhythm of doing one or two of those a day, and it's just a massive project to try and correspond with all the episodes, especially the ones that have multiple films. But if I can make it work out, uh, and this is going to be a little difficult, I got to figure out how I want to do this. Um, but if I can make it work out, I want to. Um, correspond the numbers to to where I'm, I'm 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 a big no i'm a numbers geek i guess you could say but i want the 300th episode to correspond with the uh, me having reviewed a total of 400 films and then uh starting on episode 301 uh with uh the 401st film that i will have been reviewed uh have uh, being reviewed uh, <laughs> having done a review a review for will uh incorporate a kind of a new format and i want to and i want to experiment with uh blending the written and the these the uh, these off the cuff uh very off the cuff i think i i I, I hit record and look i got a guy with uh lowe's coming in with like a lowe's truck and um uh like i said i don't think my i don't think this mic this mic doesn't have a good range. i don't think this mic picked up on any of that conversation with the lowe's delivery truck guy but if he, uh, you know, maybe it did, and I'll just—I'm not going to edit it. I don't care. Uh, so there's some, some dead air. 
That's some dead air. What do you mean to do about it? We're going to talk about Horse Girl in a second here, I promise. But anyway, the the new format is going to be a little bit more, um, you know, this is an audio-only podcast, but I, I, I it has been for years. But I was thinking, what if after 300 episodes it became a, a visual medium thing and I started to maybe kind of post these on YouTube with uh and, and I'm not and I, and I, in general I think I'm, they might be end up being shorter reviews but they'll probably be more time consuming so these reviews will probably be around ten uh to twenty minutes which a lot of these are anyway but uh, the just just like a tighter tighter broadcast and uh, incorporate the clips and the uh with the written the written stuff the the kind of more um. And I haven't written the review for Horse Girl, for example. So I wouldn't. I, I would do it all at once. So I'd be thinking about doing posting a review, and then then having the, the text kind of based stuff be more more along the lines of like you see with like video essays on YouTube, and and just uh, yeah. I I feel like, and I don't know if that format works for every movie, and I'm I'm not going to hold myself uh, my feet to the fire necessarily with it but it's just something i've been thinking about and i'm as, as we approach the 300th episode and it's sort of a, a milestone and, and, and i always like to keep the show evolving you gotta keep evolving yeah horse girl now i'm gonna go against the grain here i don't know what let's see what imdb has horse girl horse girl is god damn this is one of these movies that Maybe, yeah, and they don't have it listed as sci-fi either. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, 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 I saw this as a sci-fi movie. Weirdly enough, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like with the aliens, it's, I, I, I think it has to be listed as that. It's a very weird movie. It's incredibly bizarre. Uh, movie. That I um. I'm still like trying to piece together and I'm just going to get right out. You know, so spoilers, this movie's on Netflix. It's came out in, um, February. So it, wow, it, it went to Sundance on the 27th and then uh, January and then was on Netflix February 7th. That seems like a short turnaround. Maybe it was always, uh, a, a Netflix production oh, yeah i think it is because it was a duplass i think the, the duplass brothers produced it from their production company the duplass brothers and um one of the duplass brothers actually has a small small role in it um but it's an Al- allison brie who's great who's uh so so great she's in mad men you've seen her mad men i never watched community but she's a big big part of that and then uh what's it glow on uh, netflix or other one, but she's done a few um, more movies recently. She actually co-wrote this movie. And it was directed by a guy named Jeff. Shout out to my fellow Jeff. First, uh, I think this is the first director named Jeff I've uh, directed. He, um, he is. Oh wow! So I'm looking at his, uh, his uh, filmography, and he, um, he actually co-wrote I, I Heart Huckabees, which I think is an underrated film. I haven't seen. In it, but and he he wrote and directed. This is his fourth feature film. He wrote and directed a movie that I've seen I, 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 on Netflix on the on the thumbnails and the, and the little uh, you know autoplay trailers uh, called The Little Hours that has a good cast, 
but it's one that like I'm just like, what is this movie? When did it come out? Why? Why didn't I feel like I only heard about it like after the after the fact? And Allison Breeze in that as well as Audrey Aubrey Plaza, uh, John C. Riley, Molly, Molly Shannon, who's in this movie as well, um, in a smaller part. Uh, so that's interesting. That is interesting. Okay, so uh, let's let's talk about. Um, so yeah, I do want to watch. I I would watch that watch that movie and check out. He has two other movies: 2014 Life After Beth, 2016 Joshi. Uh, those are his first two movies and Little Hours, and then Horse Girl 2020. All right, so Horse Girl is again not listed as a uh, sci-fi film by any means on any of the main websites. It's 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 called a thriller on IMDb, which I don't see that a mystery, eh. and both were listed as a drama, psychological drama. I I would label this as uh, as the first genre that comes to mind. Uh, in my opinion, uh, is uh, sci-fi. I th- I do think it's a sci-fi film. I think it's very fascinating. It has a final act of the film, which is super bizarre in in a way that that is. Uh, I mean, I, it borders on what I would I would call Lynchian. It's got a very David Lynch feel to it, and it's certainly uh, all over the map in terms of being able to to put in a box and i like that i like that about it i i, I, w- I was enjoying it enough you know I, the, the 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 story of it and, and allison Bree's great and great in the role you know i think I, I could sit down and kind of pick apart and dissect all the little thematic elements of of uh, mental illness and what what's what what's causing this mental illness is it is it you know the the and the ideas are right kind of some of them are the ideas are right on their face like is stuff is this stuff genetic the genetic idea of mental illness versus uh you know the nature nurture idea of of just your surroundings and and in your life uh, uh how much how much of that has actually impacts on all of this um and that's and some of that stuff is right on the surface. And the movie is like a, a slow burn at first, in, until you until really you know she gets into this kind of breakdown. There's a scene in a cemetery with this guy she's on a date with. Uh, I'll set the scene a little bit here, just because you know if you're if you've if you've already seen it, I would say I would I would suggest seeing this before uh, going going cold to this. You'll probably enjoy it more. Don't you know, don't need to listen to any uh, any podcast or read any reviews. Uh, just going cold. Um, basically, Alison Brie plays this shy, kind of quiet, uh, uh, single girl who has a roommate, and she's just living this kind of very simple uh, a life where she just kind of goes to work at a craft store that's a uh, like a Michaels or an AC Moore, uh, and it's called uh, what is it called? Great Lengths is the name of the store in, in the movie, and um. She has this. She has these relationships with different people, and you can tell that like they they almost have kid gloves on around her. So so there's this without 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 saying too much, they they create a vibe in the movie that is interesting because all of the almost all of the characters t- treat her a bit like she's a child, and other than than her you know she her her life is built around kind of like you know a few different things she she goes to work at this store every day 
She has she has like a Zumba class, like a dance uh, aerobics class that she goes to. And she's not really friends with anyone. She lies to her coworker and says that she's going to, you know, it's uh, early on, it's her birthday in the movie. And she says, I'm going to go you know, probably hang out with my Zumba class friends. And she's not really friends with any of them. And she tries to talk to the instructor at the end of the, end of the thing. And it's a very awkward conversation. It goes nowhere. And uh, Molly Shannon plays her, her kind of boss slash coworker at the, uh, um, at the Great Lengths uh, craft store. And then she has uh, this roommate who who is a um, you know concerned character, but uh, but uh, much more like uh, you know has a long term boyfriend, and you can tell is like just a little bit more uh, living a little bit more normalized kind of life. But she's concerned about Allison Brie. And the other facet is where the where, where does the horse come from? Well, the horse comes from the fact that she used to own a horse, and this is something you have to figure out. It's not it's not uh, you know they don't give you a lot of exposition in at all really ever you just got to pick up on it as you go and there's a few flashbacks like very brief flashbacks i thought it was very well i mean the movie is very well done from uh the way the you know it, it looks great um and like i said i ended up i ended up enjoying it quite a bit and i was struggling on the score it was a weird you know sometimes i can when i'm watching a movie i, I can think like oh this is i feel like this is a six this is a this is a nine you, i kind of feel like I'm, i, I kind of lock in uh, this one I was all over the map. I was I was thinking, is this a five? You know, but then I, I ended up. I think a, I think it's like a solid eight out of ten. I think uh, I ended up in, truly really enjoying it uh, because it isn't it, it isn't easy to put into a box. And I feel like there's you know, and not necessarily that in and of itself it should make a movie good because you can't just be oblique and um, have that work. But I think this does work, and I think it is kind of like uh, more than the sum of its parts, which are kind of all over the place. And anyway, so Alison Brie, uh, the mental illness part of this is interesting because she's, and there's, a, there, there's, there's, there's a more, almost something, it's a movie that you kind of have to watch twice, I feel like I didn't, I, 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 I think I'd appreciate it more on, on a repeat viewing. Um, because like, and there's stuff in the, early on in the movie, you see like there's a horse, uh, uh, from the craft store you see in the parking lot, like a, just a clip of it. And it's not really explained. And then like later on, you see that same clip and then it's like, so what time, what, what is, what loop are we in? Where is like, there's, they're playing with the ideas of time and space. And some of the stuff, like she's like having a conversation with Molly Shannon and then she picks up the phone at the store and she can hear what Molly Shannon saying right before her. Like that, that is one element. It's like, okay, what does that mean? What does that really ha- What does that say about what she's dealing with? And I don't have the answer to that. Like I, I don't, it was kind of a neat thing. That's when that's when this starts to ramp up, and she kind of she finds herself naked in the craft store. The, the movie goes off the rails. I'm not saying that it doesn't. It clearly uh, goes off the rails. But it, I I I was I that's when I started to really really enjoy it. I thought the last half hour, 45 minutes of this was pretty great, and uh, I think probably worked better because the first um, half of the movie is more uh, grounded, and you need that kind of juxtaposition position so she has this horse that she used to own hence horse girl uh her mother has committed suicide with i think it would they say within a year or a year ago so of this whole event and the horse she used to own is a, a almost as if a childhood horse or when she was uh, fairly younger and uh she doesn't own this horse anymore but she she's allowed to by the owners of this stable go and basically watch them do lessons with the girl who does own the horse 
And so she talks to the girl. She's this kind of like bratty, you know, 14-year-old girl. And she doesn't really care about what Alice and Brea say. She's like, you know, make sure you're riding her. She's giving her all these pointers after her lessons. And, and at first you're like, what is the relationship here? Why is she hanging around this, you know? She knows, but then you realize that she used to own that used to be her horse. Now she doesn't, but she has this like very like tight knit bond with the horse, and the horse is kind of a symbol uh, throughout the whole movie. And uh, there's, you know, I'll just throw this out there. There's a scene where she drapes herself in a a salmon or orange fabric, and then also drapes the horse in this fabric, and she's wearing this. It's very. Uh, I thought with the fact that the, she she wears a face covering for uh, a good chunk of the end of the movie towards the end of the movie and it definitely reminded me of a uh, like is a this is a prescient uh of our of our mask wearing times now uh, in a weird way uh yeah a, a, a hard one for me to talk and write about i i it, it's again i feel like i need to watch it again to truly grasp some of the uh nuances and and, and maybe some of them are, are not meant to be unraveled and, and connected. And I feel like you, you get that a lot in like a David Lynch movie and people are like, well, this doesn't, this is just weird for weirdness sake. And I'm like, some of it I think is weird for weirdness sake, but it's how and when you employ the stuff that matters. And uh, part of the game is figuring out what is the weird for weirdness sake stuff. And what is the real, like, um, you know, uh, the stuff that has a lot of the, the humanity behind it, the stuff that's that has that ties into the greater themes of the work. And uh, this is, you know, uh, a, rec a big a high recommendation for me. So if you're scrolling on the Netflix and there's nine trillion things you want to watch, you come across the horse girl, I would say give it a go. It's a weird, it's a bizarre little movie um, that looks really good. And then the alien stuff, like I said, I, I think it flips on, and I'm I'm writing about this right now. So I started in between uh, cuts here. I've been writing about uh uh, the movie and you know i i think it's interesting because there's a lot of uh movies lately are like they use genre films to tell a story that isn't necessarily tied to just like the plot of the genre film so uh, for example like hereditary it's a horror film but it's really about like family you know this is almost a because the sci-fi elements on here are not necessarily in the forefront but i think it ends up being a sci-fi movie in so much as I, I don't I didn't interpret anything that happened in the last third of the movie as um as only happening in her head. I think she she was experiencing these things for real. And I think th they they hid a sci-fi they like flipped that whole that whole like recent trend in movie making on its head. They kind of disguised a sci-fi alien abduction movie as a movie about someone who's being treated for mental health or has mental health issues. And that was fascinating to me. You know, it was, that, I think that's a really, like, strong idea and, and a really interesting idea that, that the, the we, it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with her necessarily, but, like, everything that she's saying, the fact that, like, you know, again, I, I, they did the spoilers, but they, that she might be her grandma, her and her grandma are the same person. Uh, they, you know, maybe they were, she was abducted by aliens years earlier. And the fact that she doesn't know her dad, they, they drop all these hints. And then at the end, all this stuff kind of comes together in a, in a really weird way. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Again, I've still, I would have to, I'm sorry, I need to circle back on, but, uh, that was, uh, that's something that I think we can't ignore. The fact that we, that all this might've really happened. And it's just, and, and so in that sense, it's, it, it made you think of the other thing first, like this is a story about mental illness. 
and, and they're telling us through a story of like a girl who thinks she was abducted by aliens or even if she was experiencing real alien abductions maybe the point of it is to um talk about her you know struggles uh but maybe maybe the maybe they the movie because is that stuff on the front is just a, a kind of device to tell a, an alien abduction cloning story i don't know i don't and you could say what's the difference but uh I think I thought it was interesting. I thought it was really interesting. And I mean, I'm as I've been talking about it, the more I think I'm more like that. I'll stay with an eight here out of 10. Uh, I don't want to get too crazy. I was thinking to raise to a nine. It's a hard one to score, hard one, hard one to dissect, um, but it has a nice vibe. And if you just want to like get into a movie and like let the vibe take over, this is a great one. I think it looks great. Uh, talented director here, clearly. And the little hours, so you know, that's a movie that's so funny. It's just like I've seen that clip and these nuns, and I'm like, eh, this, this didn't really get talked about when it came out. I was like, this might suck, but it's got some funny people in it. Like, what is this movie? The little hour, like, has anyone seen this movie? I, I've never seen a movie I've passed over on Netflix more times that I, I only know from passing over on Netflix, and I don't remember hearing about it when it came out. I never, I don't have a single friend who said, check that out. Uh, what a weird movie, but this is the same director, so I guess my point is I might have to put the little hours on uh, on the on the, the watch list. He's got two other movies too before that, uh, as previously mentioned. Anyway, um, episode two eighty nine here on. Uh, it's not the is it the last day of the month? How many days are in July? Uh, I think there's two more days. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Almost end of July, hot. Ah, uh, I'm sweaty. My, 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 as I've gotten older, I realize I sweat for more for my butt. Does anyone knows that? Okay, thanks. That's the end of the show.